Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How would you like a 15% discount to my daily email, the stack of stuff, the show notes, discounts to the conference, all of that? All you need to do is text the word SHOW to 33777. You'll get the annual subscription with a 15% discount to my daily email. You'll get the stack of stuff, the links to the show notes, discounts to the conference, and so much more. All you have to do is text the word SHOW, S-H-O-W, to 33777. Text SHOW to 33777. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Hello, America. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here, and I am delighted to have you with me. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program? Well, 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 the New York Times has decided to go to war against Ron DeSantis over Florida. This is the headline. In Florida's hot political climate, some faculty have had enough. Liberal-leaning professors are leaving coveted jobs with tenure, and there are signs that recruiting scholars has become harder. That's it. It's the New York Times. Sounds like a win for DeSantis, does it not? The uh, left-wing professors leaving campus. This is Stephanie Saul. Governor Ron DeSantis had just taken office in 2019 when the University of Florida lured Neil H. Buchanan, a prominent economist and tax law scholar from George Washington University. Now, just four years after he started at the university, Dr. Buchanan has given up his tenure job and headed north to teach in Toronto. Wait a second! He's leaving for Canada? In a recent column on a legal commentary website, he accused Florida of open hostility to professors and to higher education more generally. He's not the only liberal-leaning professor to leave one of Florida's highest-regarded public universities. Many are giving up coveted tenured positions and blaming their departures on Governor DeSantis and his effort to reshape the higher education system to fit his conservative principles. The Times interviewed a dozen academics, that would be 12 for those of you in Rio Linda, in fields ranging from law to psychology to agronomy who have left Florida public universities or given their notice, many headed to blue states. While emphasizing that hundreds of top academics remain in Florida, a state known for its solid and affordable public university system, they raised concerns that the governor's policies have become increasingly untenable for scholars and students. The University of Florida said its turnover rate is not unusual and remains well below the 10.57% national average. Hiring, it said, has also outpaced departures. Florida State University and the University of South Florida released similar figures. 
Governor DeSantis's office did not respond to requests for comment, but Sarah Lynn, chair-elect of the University of Florida's Faculty Senate, said little has changed except that her campus has become the focus of national politics. Most people who leave, she said, do so for reasons that have nothing to do with politics. Florida isn't really a unique scenario when it comes to the politicization of higher education, said Dr. Lynn, who teaches in the Department of Family, Youth, and Community Services. It's a beautiful state to live in, and we have amazing students, so we're staying. Data from several schools, however, show departure rates have ticked upward. At the University of Florida, overall turnover went from 7% in 2021 to 9.3% in 2023, according to figures from the university. A report by the Faculty Senate of the University of Florida found some departments hit hard. The School of Arts, including art, music, and dance, struggles to hire or retain good faculty and graduate students in the current political climate. In liberal arts, faculty of color have left. Dananya C. Wright, a law professor who currently chairs the Faculty Senate, says she sees job candidates avoiding the state. At Florida State University, the Vice President for Faculty Development, Janet Kistner, commented during a Faculty Senate meeting in September that the political climate in Florida has contributed to an upswing in faculty turnover, with 37 professors leaving for reasons other than retirement. Paul Ortiz, a history professor at the University of Florida and a former president of the faculty union, is leaving after 15 years to go to Cornell. Walter Boot, a psychology professor who secured millions of dollars for Florida State in grants, is headed to Wheel Cornell Medicine in New York, and he will continue developing technology for the elderly. Hope Wilson, who was a professor of education at the University of North Florida in Jacksonville, had served as an advisor to the school's Pride Club and worked with LGBTQ centers. She said she's particularly objected to what she regarded as intrusive requests from the state on information on everything from how students have received transgender care to expenditures for DEI. Florida is in a state where I can raise my family or do my job. She's gone to Northern Illinois. How is it a bad thing that a group of pathologically progressive professors in Florida have decided to leave the state? How is it a bad thing? I don't understand how it's a bad thing. You've got a, a LGBTQ DEI advisor who's moving to Illinois, so... You got a history professor who's like, I just can't tolerate the conservatism of the state. It makes you wonder what they're teaching in class. If, if they're that obsessed with politics, they got to leave Florida. But by the way, Ben Sass, remember him, former senator from Nebraska, he's now the president of the University of Florida. He says that the New York Times, in this agenda-driven piece, has really mischaracterized a lot of it. He, he sent out a, a Twitter thread. How embarrassing folks decided to pass this narrative-driven nonsense office journalism, which is actually a genuinely important calling. New York Times readers deserve better. And he went on from there to note that uh, what they're talking about, the retention rate at the University of Florida, a lot of it involves the medical school doctors who are transferred back to private practice. Let me just read you some of this. 
Today's dishonest clickbait about faculty supposedly leaving the University of Florida deliberately downplays facts to get another boring, cookie-cutter political narrative. University of Florida has a great story, but since facts don't fit the New York Times' predetermined goal, they skate past them. Let's run through some of them. The University of Florida employs over 4,000 faculty each year. Folks come and go, retirements, new jobs, etc. The attrition rate is below the 10.6 national average. That isn't something we say, it's a fact. In 22, it was 8.6%. In 23, it was 9.3%. Here's the thing. Our percentages get even better if we account for medical professors moving to private practice. The University of Florida is proud to operate a top three health system in Florida. Health care tends to be a higher turnover rate. So our academic turnover is even lower than the 9.3% number. The biggest source of turnover isn't politically disaffected professors, but doctors who decide to go make money in the private practice. We gave the Times the breakdown of turnover by college, but they weren't interested because their political narrative trumped the actual facts. It gets better. Over the past seven years, with the exception of one year during COVID, the University of Florida had annually hired far more faculty than left. In fiscal year 2017, we hired 520 professors. In 2022, it was 560. In this year, it'll be 606. Basically unrivaled, but who cares about reality? Across higher education, folks know we're hiring lots, and our new hires average far more output than those departing. At our Hamilton Center, likely to become our 17th college, we've got over 600 stellar faculty applications just this semester, after that many last year, too. Obviously, folks leave, but are all departments the same? Of course not. There's a big difference between a new job and a buyout. A couple of activists willing to say what the New York Times predetermined narrative wants don't speak for thousands of faculty doing amazing work. The University of Florida will always defend academic freedom. We believe in open inquiry and speech. That's different than political activism. Tenure is important and confers prestige on the most foundational members of the university. But it isn't licensed to substitute classroom activism for actual inquiry and a great education. Here's the bottom line. The University of Florida is home for anyone passionate about the glorious mission of education. Left, right, we don't give a rip about your politics. We want great teachers and researchers. That's it. He was watching the Kansas City Chiefs and Green Bay last night, as was I, when he was doing this. This hit job by the New York Times was designed to be a hit job, designed to be a poor, pitiful rubes in redneck Florida. What Ben Sass, the president of the University of Florida, points out is they cherry-picked. They didn't paint the full picture. But more importantly, they only wanted to talk to progressives who were aggrieved by Ron DeSantis. They wanted a hit job on, I mean, it almost reads, if we're honest about it, as an in-kind contribution to Ron DeSantis. You mean pathological progressive professors are ditching tenure and abandoning the state of Florida, filling up, uh, filling out positions with more conservative people, replacing them? That's not a bad thing, people. It's not a bad thing at all that this is happening. It's not bad. It's a good thing. It's a very good thing. What's more notable here are the professors who feel so aggrieved that they have to leave. For what? What exactly? What exactly has happened? DEI is less appreciated. 
they're not allowing their kids to get sex ed in kindergarten, so they've got to leave. I mean, that's what this is about. The university system in Florida hasn't really been shaken up by Ron DeSantis' reforms. His reforms have focused on elementary schools. To the extent that the university system has, it is they've picked one school to shake it up and turn it into a bastion of conservative education like Hillsdale College. And what's wrong with Hillsdale? Hillsdale turns out brilliant minds every year. I know a lot of them. The problem here is that there are pathological progressive professors who believe that the academy is their preserve where they get to run free and do whatever they want unchecked despite being taxpayer funded. And Ron DeSantis has said they can't get away with it. Remember, they didn't like having Ben Sass at the University of Florida because he was a Republican, Republican, a conservative, a Christian, explicitly so. Ben Sass quibbles with me when it comes to, to, to the uh, Augustine theology. He's reformed. He's a great guy, by the way, Ben Sass. I really like him. But he'll take me to task sometimes and think I've deviated too far. He holds me accountable. I'll hold him accountable. He's a fantastic guy. These progressive professors were opposed to having him become the president of the University of Florida. They just don't like it when non-progressives, quote-unquote, invade their space. They don't want to share the academy. It's the least diverse institution in the country intellectually. And so here comes Ron DeSantis, who decides to make the university system diverse, and they're having a coronary about it. They're upset about it. They don't like the idea of it. They don't like it. And so the New York Times spins a narrative, a narrative that's not true, a narrative that everybody's fleeing Florida because it's gotten too conservative. The data doesn't hold up, but the New York Times doesn't care because the job of the writers of the New York Times is to tell the left what they believe. They don't want to educate them. They don't want to teach them anything new. They want to tell them what they already believe and provide them stories to bolster their case. You'll have progressive. What about this story? Look at all these professors the New York Times interviewed leaving Florida. The University of Florida by itself has over 4,000 teachers. The New York Times and the entire state of Florida, the entire university system of Florida, not the University of Florida where there are 4,000, but in the entire university system of Florida, the New York Times interviewed 12 professors who told them exactly what they wanted to hear and then cherry-picked the information to concoct a story to tell the left what they didn't do tell the truth. Guys, if you're a small, mid-sized business, you're struggling with HR issues, you have employees not showing up, or you got to do a termination, you need onboarding of employees, maybe there's a sexual harassment complaint. You want an HR manager. You don't want to be the bad guy with your employees. Bambi can play the role of HR for you. $99 a month, available by phone, email, real-time chat. They do onboardings, terminations. They help your team members get to peak performance and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations regardless of which state. They're great. Now, they're U.S.-based. They, you got somebody to talk to who's dedicated to your team. They give you access to HR expertise, and they add personal touches. So even though they're outsourced by your company, they really feel like they're a part of your team. That matters. Go to Bambi.com right now. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast. When you sign up, it'll help my show. Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Bambi.com, Eric Erickson in the podcast tab.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello there. Welcome. The phone number, 877-973-7425. We might as well get into the unpleasantness here for just a moment. Um, Things aren't going well in Washington, D.C. for Donald Trump. Uh, Andy McCarthy, uh, as this uh, former President Donald Trump was dealt two defeats in Washington federal courts on Friday, of most immediate consequence, Judge Chuchkin, uh, who is presiding over the criminal case in which Trump is charged with interfering in the 2020 election, ruled that he is not immune from criminal prosecution. In the other case of comparatively less consequence, though still significant, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals held in Blassingame versus Trump that the former president has not established that he has immunity from civil lawsuits for his actions leading up to the Capitol riot on January 6, 2021. This is a tentative ruling. The three-judge panel did not say that Trump could not establish immunity, just that at this premature stage in the proceedings, it has not been proven whether his pre-riot stop the steal shenanigans, including his January 6th speech on the ellipse, were official or unofficial acts. Blassingame involved three lawsuits against Trump brought by two Capitol Police officers and 11 congressional Democrats under the Supreme Court's 1982 decision in Nixon versus Fitzgerald, Presidents are granted complete immunity from civil suit for actions, including statements in furtherance of the president's official duties. By contrast, under the 1997 decision in Clinton versus Jones, presidents do not have immunity from civil suits for private acts that are clearly separate from the official duties of the presidency. Such unofficial acts were deemed to include strictly political tasks, such as cutting campaign ads, but the panel was equivocal, conceding the extraordinary breadth of the chief executive's duties such that even ostensibly unofficial actions could be substantively official. Judge Chutkin's ruling on the question of immunity from criminal prosecution is more significant and could determine the viability of Trump's 2024 presidential bid. Her 48-page opinion, United States versus Donald Trump, rejected the president's claims that the First Amendment barred his prosecution by the Justice Department. The case involves the criminal charges related to 2020. Um, I don't know that Smith's case holds up well on appeal over time. The fraud, obstruction, civil rights offenses, I don't know that the Supreme Court's going to sustain a fraud on government charge um, when the alleged fraud isn't financial. I don't know that uh, the Supreme Court is going to uphold a, a some sort of corruption of elections process. But at the same time, um, that stuff has to get worked out on appeal over time. And I, I, I think there's growing likelihood that a jury in D.C. finds Trump guilty and then comes back and the Supreme Court tosses out like the Bob McDonald case. Now, let me tell you about. Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is rallying conservatives around the country to conservative candidates battling wokes on school boards and for conservative causes. 
They want you on their team. All you have to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric and move your cell phone service to them. Patriotmobile.com slash Eric. You just move your cell phone service to them. They give you guaranteed great service, and they're probably using the same cell towers you're already using. You can even keep your existing phone number if you want or get a brand-new phone number if you're even bothered. You can also call them at 972-PATRIOT and tell them I sent you, and you will get free activation with my name. 972 Patriot, they have 100% U.S.-based customer service, and you get great discounts if you're a veteran or first responder. Even if you're a teacher or an NRA member, you get discounts with them. They want to save you money. They want to give you guaranteed great service. And as their profits grow, they donate to the causes you care about. The Second Amendment, the pro-life cause, conservative parents battling wokes. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. You can also call them 972 Patriot. Tell them I sent you. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. Go check them out today. Move your cell phone service to them. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson. I, y'all, I gotta, I'm, I'm going to brag on myself, but I can only do so cryptically. I put thought into my wife's Christmas present this year. I put a lot of thought into it. And it has taken months, but it's ready. But I can't say anything because somebody will rat me out to her as to what I've done. And I wanted, I, it's just so you understand, I'm terrible with surprises. I am really, really bad with surprises. Um, I, I have a hard time keeping a secret. I had a teacher one time. And he had been a Navy SEAL and then worked for the CIA. And he always told us that you should never, ever, ever keep secrets. Never keep a secret. So that when you had to keep a secret, no one thought that you were keeping secrets. And I've always, that's it's wonderful advice. So I have, a, I have a hard time keeping a secret so that when I need to keep a secret, I can keep a secret. And she will have no idea. Yes, I'm telling you people, but I'm not telling you what I got my wife for Christmas. You'll see it on Instagram at some point around Christmas time. Now we have to move on. You know, it's just it actually, you know what, as an aside, I I don't know what I want for Christmas. I know what I want for Christmas, but it's too expensive. So I have a what's called a rock box, a Gosney rock box, and I love it. You know, there, there's these little outdoor pizza ovens you can buy now. And uni is probably the most popular one, but I like the Gosney better. I uh, really like the Gosney a lot better, and uh, they make now the Gosney Dome, and I've been up. There's a company north of Atlanta, the uh, Atlanta Grill Company, and I've gotten some stuff from them, and I've been up there, and the main reason I went up there the first time is I wanted to see the Gosney Dome because I thought I wanted one. And, you know, I, I really like it. You can do two pieces instead of one. You can do other stuff in it. But now I've discovered like the big models from there's one called um, uh, the Alpha and there's there's another one and I'm actually looking at the the the, the other one uh, the other company is an Italian company and they make big outdoor pizza ovens 
portable ones, but there's one you can do like four pizzas in. See, this is my problem is I like to do Neapolitan style pizzas for the family. But with the Gosney rock box and like the uni, you can only do one at a time. And I don't really need the wood. The gas is fine with me. I don't want to deal with the ash and stuff. And so the, there's one that there's an, there's a company called alpha and there's a company called Fontana and Fontana makes like the original outdoor diners. They're the ones I'm looking at. And they make one that you can do four pizzas at once in this outdoor oven, but it's like six, $7,000. And I mean, the, 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 the Gosney dome was, was more, was expensive enough. It was a couple thousand dollars. And my wife's like, how much can I spend on you for, for Christmas? Like, I know what you're thinking and probably not that much, but I don't have the money to buy the Fontana one that, that I want. That's like four pizzas in it. It's a big, big thing. I need to save up money for it. Don't want to put it on a credit card. But then that gets me to, I don't know what I want for Christmas. I think, is it possible? So I'm one of those like people pleaser people. And I know I'm a people pleaser person. I know I am. I don't like to tell people no. It's why I have like an entire wall of human beings on my payroll that you have to get through to get to me. Because if you get to me, I'm probably going to tell you yes. Even if I don't want to do it, I've got like this pathological um, pathological need to um, to please people and tell people yes. And so I have all like, you got to go through Charlie, you got to go through Candace, you got to go through Philip, and they'll tell you no for me because I don't like to tell people no. But in the same way, like I don't like want to inconvenience people. And so I think I, I know what I want for Christmas is I just want to go by myself without hurting anybody's feelings to Barnsley Gardens and hit golf balls for a weekend or go to Las Vegas for a weekend just by myself and hang out and play craps and eat at my favorite Chinese restaurant and and not have to like have a, a an army of people and just just let me go like hit golf balls for a weekend by myself just I think that's what I want for Christmas. I, I don't need anything. See, so this is the problem. I, I've reached that point in life where if there's anything I want, I can buy it. Now, there are some cookbooks I want. I don't want just generic cookbooks. Like, I want the Southern Living 2023 cookbook. I know I want that one. Uh, the Pioneer Woman has a new cookbook. I want to get that one. She used to send me copies, and she didn't send me this copy. That's okay. I still love Re. So I got a couple of cookbooks that I want. I do want that outdoor pizza oven, but I don't want to spend the Christmas money on it because it's really expensive. It's several thousand dollars. But I think I just want to go hit golf balls for a weekend, get a golf lesson with Kyle, the golf pro, who's not at Barnsley anymore. He's moved. I got to go find him. I think that's what I want. But I feel guilty because it's like, it's not that I don't love my family. It's just if my family goes with me, I've also got to feed them and take care of them and do the grocery shopping and make sure they've eaten their food because they'll forget to eat without me. And then I can't just go relax. Am I a terrible person for that? I don't think so, but that's what I want, I think. I'm really struggling with what I want for Christmas, y'all, particularly now that I can just buy what I want whenever I want it for the most part. But I really did think about that Gosney Dome. Um, I, I, And look, I like God, he's a nice guy too. I, I've met Tom Gosney just kind of passively through Instagram. We've We've had pleasant exchanges, and I really love my rock box. But I think I want that Fontana, Forney, whatever it is, massive, like, four-pizza gas oven. 
that I can wheel around the outside of the house and I can do a big pizza party. Not that we do parties at my house. We don't have people at our house. We don't like people. We don't have them at the house. Nonetheless, I digress. And then fly fishing. I, I it, So I, I need to go back fly fishing too. I got to go fly fish. I haven't fly fished this year at all. My buddy David, who's listening right now, hasn't taken me fly fishing. I'm kind of scared to go fly fishing by myself because I kind of suck at it. I don't mind standing in the waters. At my age, standing in the cold water and waders is therapy, all. It is. You just stand in the cold water and you freeze a little bit. That's why you take bourbon with you. David doesn't drink because he's Baptist, so it's it's just me, and it warms me up. It, it serves as antifreeze, and it does my joints good. All these crazy kids who are buying these bathtubs and filling them up with ice and hopping in, just go stand in a river and fish. It's the original ice bath. Now, I've distracted myself from what I was going to talk about. The House Democrats have abandoned Bidenomics. It's true. Bidenomics. They're getting rid of it. Do you know why they're getting rid of Bidenomics? It doesn't poll very well. You didn't need me to tell you that, did you? Bidenomics doesn't poll well. Now, they're trying to claim that the economy is still really good. GDP growth has been revised upward to 5.2% last quarter. There's a story they want to tell. But it's kind of kind of telling that the Democrats themselves have decided to abandon Bidenomics as a phrase. So do you know what they're going to use instead? People over politics. That's what they're talking about. They want to put people over politics. That's how they're going to bring it. Instead of Bidenomics, they, they don't want Joe Biden to get credit for it. But, I mean, there, there's just an ugly reality here. Let's just be honest. If Americans felt like the economy was working for them, the Democrats would have no problem using Bidenomics and giving the president credit. He's on their team. He's their leader. They would give him credit. The fact that they're ditching Bidenomics for a generic platitude of people over politics tells you everything you need to know. The problem here is who benefits from the Democrats' economic message of people over politics? Who exactly benefits? The American people do not trust the Democrats on the economy right now. They, they, they don't. The American people don't trust the Democrats on the economy. They think that the Republicans will be better on the economy. They think the Republicans will be better on the debt and deficit. They think the Republicans will be better on crime. They even at this point think Republicans will be better on education. Republicans are doing so. And on entitlement reform. It's kind of a damning indictment on the Democrats that Republicans are even doing better than the Democrats on things that where the Democrats have typically done better than the GOP. I mean, when you got the GOP leading on education and a lot of the opinion polling, that kind of tells you that the Democrats have gotten too woke for middle America. But beyond that, beyond that, the fact that you got to go with people over politics as your economic message to combat Republicans, what you're going to do is you're going to declare that everything the Republicans do is political. The problem is that you, the Democrats, are the people who offered up the Inflation Reduction Act and then very quickly bragged that it actually had nothing to do with inflation. It was about the Green New Deal. Y'all did that, not, not the GOP. 
The GOP didn't do that. The GOP had nothing to do with it. You, the Democrats, you're the ones who did. Y'all are the ones who decided that you needed to do the Inflation Reduction Act to advance your Green New Deal. You Democrats are the ones who are trying to force people out of their fossil fuel burning cars into battery-powered cars that are more expensive and don't go as far. You Democrats are the ones who are trying to get people out of their gas stoves into electric ranges that then go out when the power goes out because you've screwed up the power grid. Y'all are after after people with their water heaters. You don't want a gas water heater anymore unless it runs through your heat pump and you're going to give people a tax credit to get a new heat pump that doesn't heat as well as the old heat pump. You did that. You, you didn't put people over politics. You put your political agenda over the people. You, you put your progressive uh, check writers above the people. The Democrats put money above the people because it's the environmentalists and the alphabet gang who control so much of the agenda of the Democratic Party these days. That's why they got to put boys and girls bathrooms and take away your stove because the check writers to the Democratic Party have demanded it. And they're going to go with people over politics. Now, never underestimate the ability of Republicans to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. I'm sure Republicans will fall for it and set themselves up. But they got notice now that the Democrats have decided to go for people over politics as their message. The reality, however, is that it just means it's a tacit recognition from Democrats that their very core policies that they labeled Bidenomics have failed the American public. They can't steer the economy. They've broken the economy. And as a result of them breaking the economy, they've got to move away from Bidenomics. Now, the question and the difficulty for the Democrats is this. How do you convince Joe Biden to move away from Bidenomics? Joe Biden is the one who's embraced Bidenomics. Joe Biden is the one who's been putting up displays at the White House behind him with the word Bidenomics. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. You taught Joe Biden a new word, Bidenomics, and he loves it. How are you going to get him to abandon it? I guess you don't put it into speeches and you don't put it into script writing, but the problem is when he goes off the reservation and starts doing his own talking points, you know he's going to bring it up again. And the American people, they don't like it. They don't connect to it. It's just deeply telling that the Democrats have decided they have to go with a very generic-sounding people-over-politics way of talking about their economic agenda. I mean, they, they, they don't even sell like They're not trying to say, we brought down costs. We've made life easier. Affordability. Democrats stand for affordability. Nope, it's people over politics. So they'll accuse everything the Republicans do of politics and everything they do is not politics except they're politicos. Nobody's going to believe them that they're in it for the people as opposed to the politics because they're politicians in Washington trying to cling to power. The only people who are going to fall for it are the people who are already going to vote Democrat. Nobody else is going to matter. What's going to matter to people is the price they see at the gas pump and the price they see at the grocery store. And right now, those don't appear to be improving significantly for most people. Uh, my, sadly, my, my, uh, what, what, what do we even call Charlie? He's kind of like the, the programming, head of programming around here for the, the syndicated show. And uh, he's the jack of all trades when it comes to radio stuff for me and my call screener. And he's daring me 
to get the pizza oven I want. I can't like drop that much coin at one time. Um, but he's got a point. I bet it would be the best pizza maker ever. <laughs> I, I, I bet it would. Um, Fontana Forney, that's the name of it. So the Glen and Grill Company, they sell the Alva ones, but I think I want the Fontana Forney one. And my buddy David, who goes fly fishing with me, who taught me how to fly fish, says he's got a buddy who has one of these at his house and loves it. And I don't know. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, the, the, this is not, so my kid apparently is listening right now and texting my wife all the stuff that I'm talking about. Uh, I'm sure adding drama to my life right now, Evelyn, making your mom think that why am I telling the world instead of telling y'all, which I was going to do as I try to talk out to my group therapy session here. What I want for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's you. Y'all do know this is what you are, is, is you're my group therapy session when I talk about this stuff because I'm I gotta figure out what I want. Some cookbooks. I'll tell you what I really want too. I want one of those Beretta shotguns that doesn't have any recoil. Ah man, that's uh that's that is also something that I want is the what is it? It's the A something Beretta. It's got the blue. It's the beautiful gun, but it has the blue. My father-in-law has one, and there's no recoil on the shotgun. It's phenomenal. You can use it all day, and there's just, I mean, your shoulder will not hurt. That's that's the other thing that I know I want. Nonetheless, I digress. <laughs> My kid is taking notes on me. All right, I got to move on because this is an important subject. Former U.S. ambassador arrested in Florida, accused of serving as a spy for Cuba. You know, we got a guy. His name is Manuel Roca. He's 73 years old. He has served in some capacity as an agent of Cuba's government. One of the people said the Justice Department case accuses Roca of working to promote the Cuban government's interests. Federal law requires people doing so register with the Justice Department. Now, it could be per se he wasn't a spy, but he's an unregistered foreign agent, and that's bad. The U.S. government doesn't like them. I have a friend of mine one time uh, that got in some trouble with the government uh, related to a country. Uh, and he really wasn't acting as an agent of a foreign government, but the government was so convinced he was based on some conversations he had. He was writing about stuff uh, related to that country that they came after him with the uh, FARA, uh, what, Foreign Agent Registration Act, uh, and gave him some heartburn and heartache over it. Uh, they take it very, very seriously. This guy, Roca, was is, is an American citizen, and he worked in the Foreign Service as a professional diplomat for 25 years. He was born in Columbia but raised in New York City, went to Yale, Harvard, and Georgetown, entered the Foreign Service in 1981. He was the top diplomat in Argentina for a while. He's worked all over Central and South America, got good ties to the commies in Cuba. It makes you wonder how many people are doing this for China. My suspicion is that the government of the United States is infiltrated not just with a bunch of progressive hacks out to stymie a future 
Republican, but also with people who are operating on behalf of China. I, I'm pretty well convinced of this at this point. I, I, don't, I don't think you can deny it at this point. I think more and more what we are going to find in the government as we go on is that we've been infiltrated and probably the FBI's incompetence. They've been so busy trying to go after January 6th protesters that they haven't been able to go after the people spying for China and Russia and other countries. It's one of the things they should be doing, and they're not. We, we just, you know, I mentioned the Noah Rothman piece on Friday that we have forgotten so much as a nation. I think we've forgotten that uh, there are other nations who mean us ill will and will infiltrate our, our country and our government to try to uh, work against us and for their own interests. And the FBI's got to remember that that people who protest for Donald Trump are not the bad guys. The Chinese spies and the government are the bad guys. And maybe they need to spend some time hounding them out. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.